0: I have a great show for you today. I'm going to teach you the importance of self-care. I'll also be interviewing Christina Rivera, who is a business consultant and the executive producer and host of Savvy's Broadcasting Life Unscripted Radio Show. She's here today to give us her wisdom and what to do when your business goes stale and you aren't sure what to do next. For more information about Christina, please visit lifeunscriptedradio.com. Thank you so much for listening to Lifeology. I would love to connect with you. Be sure to follow me on all social media platforms under the name James Miller Lifeology, except for Twitter, which is James M. Lifeology. I am also very active on Instagram and create many videos with quick tips and tools that you can immediately implement. Be sure to say hello and follow me there. If you're anything like me, you'll love to read. Go to jamesmillerlifeology.com forward slash audible and start listening to your favorite book today. Once again, go to jamesmillerlifeology.com forward slash audible to get started today. The importance of self-care. We all look forward to our vacations. We'll plan accordingly and can't wait until the day comes when we can travel to our location. In the grand scheme of things, vacations are incredibly important. But did you know that self-care is a daily activity we should all engage in? When I was in full-time private practice, I would do 50-minute sessions with each client. In between each of those sessions, sometimes I'd scarf down food as quickly as I could, return a couple emails, and then I would start my next session. For a while, I was able to maintain that. But what I realized was I needed a form of self-care. The great thing about self-care is it does not have to be something that's planned out in the future, like a vacation. It's something you can do every moment. When I learned that I needed more self-care in between those clients, I would bring my book. For those of you who know me, I love to read. For me to indulge in reading a couple pages of a book I was reading, that was very important for me. I found that my ability to work with clients grew exponentially when I took just those few minutes to give myself a break. When we look at our life, we have so many responsibilities. Many of us have family members we take care of. Many of us have multiple responsibilities at work. And so the idea of taking self-care doesn't really resonate with us. Did you realize that the energy that you give to all of your responsibilities should really be the overflow that you have? For example, when you think of a glass of water, the water that's inside the glass is all of your energy. When you continually give out that water to all the different responsibilities, all the different people you have to work with, what's left? That's where we become exhausted. That's where our emotions become agitated and frustrated and we're just incredibly tired. So the great thing about self-care is when you think of that glass of water, self-care replenishes that water. So the more often you replenish it, the more the overflow of that energy, in other words, the overflow of that water becomes what you give to the people around you. So self-care is essentially your ability to maintain your reserves so that you don't become agitated, you don't become burnt out, you don't become frustrated, and you're able to quickly reset so that you approach any situation with focus, with dedication, with determination. Think of the hobbies that you have, and perhaps some of you have forgotten about them. So think back on things that you've enjoyed doing in the past. What brought you joy? Well, many of you may think, well, I just don't have time for that. Remember, in the information gathering stage, we're just looking at all the different activities that you enjoyed in the past. Doesn't mean you have time to do them today, but you want to collect all of those activities and write them down on a piece of paper. Because when you have those activities in front of you, it's easy to then say, all right, I've got 10 minutes. What can I do in 10 minutes? But when we realize we have a few minutes and we don't know what to do, unfortunately, those few minutes are not used in a self-care way. One thing that we can all do is to learn how to meditate. And what I mean by that is essentially this. Anytime you pay attention to something in your mind, that's actually a form of meditation. So a quick way to meditate is you focus on a memory that brings you happiness, a memory that brings you joy, a memory that brings a smile to your face. When you can think about that memory... try and play it out in your mind, you'll find that that resets that cup of water and starts to give you a little bit more peace, a little bit more joy, a little bit more happiness. That is a quick way to reset. That little form of resetting is a form of self-care. And the more often you can do that, the more you'll find that your energy is being restored. Now, that's a real small form of self-care, but that in itself is important. Sometimes going to bed 10 minutes earlier is a form of self care. You're allowing yourself to relax. Other times, it's waking up 10 minutes earlier so you can sit with a cup of coffee and enjoy the sunrise. When you look at your schedule, you'll find that if you're continually feeling exhausted, you need to implement small little activities of self care to help you break up the monotony, to help you break up the stress, so that you can give yourself small little tidbits of self care. So every day, I challenge you, incorporate as many forms of self-care as possible. Self-care can be from the smallest one to two minute things to those vacations that we long for. The more often you incorporate self-care, the more successful you'll be to accomplish all the responsibilities you have without feeling exhausted. Are you an expert in your field or an author who wants massive exposure? I am now looking for self-development experts to be a promotional guest on Lifeology. Currently, Lifeology has an average listenership of over 3 million people per episode. If you are ready to invest in your brand and promote yourself on Lifeology, then apply today. Simply go to jamesmillerlifeology.com forward slash guest and apply for this opportunity. This is only for a limited time, and only a select few will be chosen. So if you're ready to reach a global audience, then apply today. Simply go to jamesmillerlifeology.com forward slash guest to apply. Christina Rivera is a highly sought-after consultant, speaker, and host of Savvy Broadcasting's Life Unscripted Radio Show. As the host, Christina has a unique ability to connect with each and every guest at an emotional level that sets her apart from other broadcasters. She's here today to give us her wisdom and what to do when your business goes stale and you aren't sure what to do next. Welcome to my show, Christina.
1: Aw, thank you so much, James. I'm so happy to be here and be a return guest. And you're going to be a return guest to our show as well. I'm really excited to be with you here today.
0: I am so grateful as well. And so, yeah, you were on my show a couple years ago, twice mm-hmm. actually. So congratulations. You used to be Christina Nitschmann. Now you're Christina yes. Rivera. Congratulations. That's wonderful. Thank
1: you. That's right. For, for people who might be like, well, who's this Christina Rivera person?
0: <laughs> I know. It's wonderful. So now you've, gone, underwent, you've undergone a lot of changes in your own business business. And so I think this you're going to be the expert in this as far as what to do when your business goes stale, how to revamp, Mm -hmm. what to do next. So let's just jump right on in. You started Savvy Business Radio. How long ago?
1: I started it in 2012. And initially, uh, as I said, in one of our past interviews together, it was initially a marketing tool for my financial consulting business um, at that time. And it was a way to get my expertise out there to build my credibility mm-hmm. for people to get me to, to know me in the industry not as a worker bee but as someone that could help them uh really grow their business find out where their um problems are with cash flow and the show just took into a whole new entity and became its own kind of business without me even trying and within 6 months we had 45,000 listeners wow, that's amazing. and within a year we had sponsors so it, it's really been an awesome ride and and this is interesting one of my favorite business coaches says, business will, businesses will come to him and say, oh, I was great five years ago. Everything was rocking. <laughs> things were great a year ago. And things change. Yes. And that's what happened with us. We found that we had a drop in numbers and um, and, and just not the same listenership. And we we're like, what's going on? Our guests are more awesome than ever. So we took a step back and we took a six-month hiatus to really examine how could we come out in a bigger, better way. Mm-hmm. And I think this happens for a lot of businesses.
0: Yes, so it certainly does. You know, When you reflect on this from a broad broader spectrum, we've all heard about Blockbuster. Blockbuster, for the, some, some of you who weren't around at that time, Blockbuster was this place where you go and you would rent <laughs> VHS videos and then some DVDs as well. And they were the biggest um, the biggest business in that market and fantastic mm-hmm. at that time. And a small little company once came to them and said, hey, we have this ability to stream uh, movies uh, to your computer or to your TV. We would love to partner with you. And at that time, Blockbuster said, sorry, we are the experts in this. We don't need you. So that small little company turned into Netflix. And so unfortunately for Blockbuster, they weren't viable. They didn't know how to necessarily keep up for whatever reason. And Mm -hmm. now we all know who Netflix is. And so I think that's a great analogy as well as far as your business, my business, Mm -hmm. anyone listening. And when we're not uh, able to refresh and really look at the trends Mm -hmm. and look at what's happening in the world around us, unfortunately, we will not be as viable as we were before.
1: Yeah, James. And I also find that you get used to being and doing things uh, things the exact same way. Mm-hmm. And you think, well, it worked last year yes. and why can't <laughs> I keep doing it? And, yeah. and this goes for just, you know, making sales in your business, connecting with your clients the same way. And you're like, why aren't they getting back to me? One client said to me a couple of years ago, I don't get back to you because I only text. If you don't get back to me via text, I won't call you or I won't contact you. Oh, That's interesting. So, Yeah. So I realized I had to, you know, I love phones. I love talking to people, Skyping with them, kind of making that more real connection. I feel it for me, it feels more of like a viable connection, but not for some people. For some people, it's like my time is really Mm -hmm. precious. It's limited. And this is how I want to communicate.
0: That's actually really interesting. I hadn't really thought about that because, you know, maybe it we're old school. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, when it comes to business, I want to talk. So, I, you know, it's, I guess let me reflect and back up for a second. I do have some, uh, some people I do work with that I, I've hired them. But now that I reflect on that, they only text me back. And, I, I, and I'm like, why aren't you calling me back? But you know what? I just simply need to ask them.
1: <laughs> and that's what happened to me. He was Basically, I just said, why aren't you calling me back? He's like, because you're calling me. That's yeah. the basic. Stop calling me. Text me. <laughs>
0: we're like, good. Okay, got it. <laughs> when you took a step back for the six months, what were some of the questions or some of the ways you were to say, well, we need to take a break? What was it that happened for you?
1: Well, here's the great thing, James. When I took the break for one, I just called everyone and said, "Listen, I just need a couple months' breather just mm-hmm. not to talk to anyone just to get reflective of what's going on with my life mm-hmm. because I was working probably twelve to fifteen hours um doing finances in oh, wow. Manhattan and then coming home and doing editing and interviewing in oh, the gosh. evening, uh sometimes telling my wonderful new husband, "Move on over, I've got an interview." <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's hysterical <laughs> uh,
1: but so what was really great about taking that breather is when you step back from your life, you're able to see, okay, what am I doing? I'm like a hamster on a wheel going 300 miles an hour. And I was able to examine what's working and what's not working both with my clients in Manhattan and also with my show. And so that was the first thing I did. Uh, then once I got in contact with both the audience, because I put out a survey and also with my past guests, I found that a lot of them were just as busy as I was and losing Mm. their mind and running in 20 different directions. And they said, you know, if your show is a little bit shorter, that would be helpful because I'm just running too fast. Can we make this show a little, you know, Uh, shorter. And I said, okay, so that was the first thing that came to mind is that we're going to have a 15 minute show Mm. that's going to go straight to the meat of the potatoes. And, and then I I started to find, this is purely by accident. I was in Seattle with my husband having he was having surgery and I started just doing these little uh, updates. Oh, here's where I am. Here's a lesson I'm learning today, or Mm -hmm. here's the lesson I've learned in the past from business and sharing it. And I was like, wow, you know what? What if we asked our guests to come on and share their weekly savvy biz tip? Oh, that's great. Yeah. Yeah. And people start going, yeah, I like that idea. And so, you know, my month weekly, it's just by kind of my update to to Facebook and my audience, just letting them know where I'm at. So I didn't disappear off the face Mm -hmm. of the earth is now going to be part of our show where the guests and the audience can come on in and and give us a biz tip of the week and we'll share it with our audience and and then everyone learns and grows.
0: Yeah, that is fantastic, and you know it's interesting. They, they, I, I love how you obviously listen to your audience as far as this. said we fifteen minutes, but mm-hmm. it's kind of a win-win for everybody because <laughs> a fifteen-minute show of editing is totally different than the previous length that you did before. So you're like, yeah, of course that works for me. <laughs>
1: ah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. Because, uh, and I thought that was interesting because I was like, I said to my husband, he said this to me two years ago. Come on, shorten the show. People don't have time for that. I'm like, no, people stop listening if I if I make it shorter because I was doing thirty, forty minutes sometimes. Mm of an awesome guest an hour oh gosh, and yeah. because there there's some great amazing people out there doing yeah. amazing things in their business and we can all learn from it but it's sometimes great to get tidbits lessons and small bits and as my husband said it, it leads them wanting to come back for the next episode and yes let me get the next tip tomorrow or, or you know next show
0: that is amazing so how did you come up with life unscripted
1: It's interesting. I was sitting here listening to one of my favorite all-time business mentors, David Nagel, and he said, I never script things. Years ago, I went out there with my teacher, Bob Proctor, and he said, okay, we're going to do this three-day course thing, and we're not going to script it. And he's like, what do you mean we're going to script it? (laughs) Because he was like writing everything (laughs) down, and he was like, no, we're going to go and let spirit, you know. Move us along and mm-hmm. tell us what direction to go in. And he was like, "Whoa, I don't know if I could do that." He did do it, and and he's gotten the best content doing that way because you let the audience tell you what they need, yes. and then you go there. And so that's what he's always done in his teaching. And I. Th- Listening to his podcast, I thought, you know, that's what I've always done in Savvy Period. Because mm-hmm. for me, I don't do well when I read a script. It sounds choppy. It looks like oh it gosh, sounds I'm like I'm reading, <laughs> and it sounds really awful. So what I've always done is just say, okay, here's a topic. Let's just let's just go with it. Yeah. And so then I said, oh boom, Life Unscripted. So Life oh, Unscripted perfect. with Christina Rivera because I'm, I'm, there's a couple of Life Unscripted out there. So we. We, we kept our original name as our um, actual parent company, Savvy Broadcasting, we're LLC, and then we're going to go Life Unscripted, which will be the actual show through Savvy Broadcasting. Oh, that's
0: amazing. You know, from a psychological standpoint, there was a, there was a, a study that was done of these individuals, I think there was like 10 of them, and it's, it's a long time since I've told this story, but there's about 10 of them, and there were two facilitators. And so the group came together for this for this group and and they all had similar traits. But what happened was the two facilitators just sat there and they didn't say anything. And they didn't, And people were like, why are we here? What is going on? And so then all of a sudden you found that the participants started to get angry. Then you'd see all their personality traits come out where sometimes mm. people would be this. Um, you see the more the alpha people or more the submissive people or more the grumblers. And all these elements came out within an hour. And at the very end of it, the facilitator said that was the experience in the sense of when you allow yourself just to be you'll see the different facets that come out in your life whether it's pretty whether it's not pretty but it was just such an interesting research study that happened as far as when a group of people come together you'll see automatically what they're dealing with in the moment and how it comes out and so it was just i thought just a brilliant way and you know piggybacking off of your show as well when you have an idea and then you allow the organic conversations just like this one to be able to unfold you'll find that you get so much more meat than the scripted questions that people often ask.
1: Yeah, and sometimes you can get good content because my first month or two doing the show, I I scripted it. I was like, "Uh, so what is your business? How long (laughs) have you, you know, I mean, sometimes a guest can send you some good content, but it's not engaging to listen to. You're not excited to listen to it. And... But you know another thing we got from our audience is they they love the visual content that's becoming more and more relevant mm. in business is the the video the skyping the visually people i think want to do that kind of more personal connection that we were talking about in sure. the beginning of the conversation but not necessarily by meeting a person cuz we're so busy we're all scattered across yes. the planet and so video is as yet another way that people were excited for for the show to go in. So all of our interviews will now also be in um, video, uh, online video. So that's an exciting new thing too. So now we can engage and both uh, emotionally see each other as we connect with each other and interview with each other. So it'll be a lot of fun.
0: That is amazing. You know, so I have listeners right now who are like, Mm -hmm. you know, I am in the same position, Christina. I have, I've had a very viable business, but I'm realizing it's getting stale. What would be some tips that you would give them to help them kind of revamp it or retool it?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I say the first thing to do is really take a major step back, mm-hmm. and 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 maybe take a vacation somewhere. But hey, if you can't take a vacation, take a staycation, sure. and <laughs> and and really step back and and just let it be. Maybe do nothing. And and sometimes you think you have to do a whole bunch to get going and go forward. What I did when I went with my husband to Seattle is really nothing ah. but take walks and and really take a a relaxing time to get comfortable with myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was the first thing. Uh, num- number two that was really awesome is reconnecting with taking care of myself. So yeah. what I start to go is I uh, go more to the gym more regularly so that now I'm taking care of myself, a more refreshed, mm-hmm. relaxed, exercised person who's gone to the gym. I know. i see you look
0: great, by the way.
1: Oh, thank you. <laughs> you. Thank you. But it helps like your mind gets more clear. I'm like, why couldn't I see this before? Because my mind was going 300 (laughs) miles an hour. I wasn't working. out. I was drinking 10 cups of coffee a day.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But you know, you really think about that. It's what what I'm basically hearing you say, and these are my words, not yours, is it just boils down to self-care. When you can slow down and put yourself and your needs first and what mm-hmm. is healthy for you, you then yeah. have a clear perspective. Because if we don't put our own personal needs first, and I don't mean mm-hmm. in, in a selfish way, I just mean in, in personal health, just our personal care. Then when we don't do that, unfortunately, that trickles over to other areas and then our bandwidth becomes too, too full. You know, mm-hmm. one of my favorite quotes is, divided waters lose force. And so the Ooh, more that. divided it is, the less pressure it has to be able to be successful. So if you look at your life and you find, oh my gosh, I don't have any time for anything, even my personal life or, or things that I enjoy, my hobbies, um exercise, whatever it may be, you more mm-hmm. than likely have divided those waters so much that you don't have anything really left to give.
1: Exactly. And and you think, but I have to do this, I have to give. But you're you're on empty and mm-hmm. uh, you're at the point where if you are giving anything it's not your best and yes. and that's another thing i was finding that i thought i was giving my best but could you give your best if you're half exhausted and mm. and going on fumes not really
0: well, even think about that from, a, from an expert standpoint. If I am teaching people, we'll say my personal life here, if, if, as an example, let's say I, I'm an expert in something. Well, I, I guess I am. <laughs> I'm an expert in something. And here I am, I'm, I'm saying all these things and I'm doing all these things, but I'm not taking my personal self-care. How can I be at the forefront of my industry if I'm, for one, not doing what I, I think I'm supposed to do or doing yeah. what I tell others to do, or just simply if I'm not, if I'm not refreshed, then I can't be at the top of my game. And so if I'm not yeah. at the top of my game, I can't be a quote expert to be able to help other people. So whatever the, the person's niche is, business niche is Mm -hmm. you really want to reflect on that is what you're what you're teaching even though our heart is in the right place but is our schedule in the right place and so we really want to make sure all those things are aligned because if they're not you'll find that that like you found it I found it as well that 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 life doesn't happen the way we want it to and we will find that there are some blind spots that we didn't realize
1: and don't be scared of the change I Mm -hmm. I thought I my one of my first little blurb things is I used to journal written journal I started doing the the biz tips which actually became life and biz tips at the same time but my one of my very first ones was pause reset mm. and and you know because you need that pause yeah. reset but be okay that it's okay to change and i think that's also a scary thing for people is that the actual idea of change
0: well in that because when we're so comfortable in what we had before that's what worked and kind of what you said earlier but you can't get any water out of a stone after it's dried up. You know, there's, it's just not going to work. And so <laughs> learning how to say, okay, well, I was uh, yesterday was different. Today mm-hmm. is new. How can I get in front of that trend? So I think even coming from an, an anticipatory standpoint of yeah. even today, knowing that, you know, maybe in four months, I'm not going to be as viable. So how can I make sure I'm ahead of the trend? Not in an anxious way, but yes. how can I can I look a little bit further? Because once again, those those techniques and tactics we have today Mm-hmm. will work but they're not but they always need to be retooled so to become an expert or to become in mm-hmm. front of the curve you really have to have an anticipatory mindset to yeah. kind of look at what are the trends right now and how can I get ahead of it so that I can continue to stay viable
1: like blockbusters to Netflix there if they go. had just been open to the idea let's chat with these guys maybe they have something or maybe jump on their idea before they got it really revved outside mm-hmm. the door uh yeah that that was a great lesson
0: yeah, I'm inf- it's unfortunate for many people, but it's the same thing. You know, when you, even when you look at AOL, AOL was an amazing company, humongous. And then that is now, for whatever reason, it's not as viable as it was before. You have all mm-hmm. these other companies who have overshadowed yeah. them. Absolutely. And so once again, yeah. it just goes back to when you look at your own life, when you look at your business, mm-hmm. when you look at anything you do, even outside of business, if you're not taking that personal time to really reflect and to, mm-hmm. and to take that time of meditation and take that time of just stillness, yeah. you're not going to see... That, that perhaps you are not as viable as you thought before.
1: Yeah. And that it's sometimes all it is is a small tweak.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Just, yeah, sometimes it's not even super huge. Like what we've done here is not really super huge, but for one, we let our audience know we're listening to them. And then we put it in a, we're putting out the show in a way that's just best for everyone, including yeah. me, because it, it takes less time to do <laughs> a 40 minute show as opposed uh, less time to do a 15 minute show as opposed to a 40 minute
0: show. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and I once heard it said that a minor adjustment makes a major improvement. So when you think about that, like, for example, you can't see me right now, but my, my fingers are together, my two fingers. And mm-hmm. so when I make a slight adjustment, like they slowly start to diverge or separate. And then pretty soon, you know, a foot away from where it started, all of a sudden they're a foot apart. And so it's the same concept as well. A small little tweak and another little tweak and another little tweak every day or every week puts you in a different trajectory than you originally had.
1: Yeah, I have a book for everyone, Atomic Habits, Ooh. and it talks just about that same thing about the, the small, teeny changes in life add up to big changes in your life
0: yes and sometimes it can happen a lot more quickly than we think because sometimes people are like yeah. oh i have to make these drastic changes because that's what what i need and yeah sometimes there that's the case but other times the small little tweaks that's something we can deal with we can do that we're mindful of it we can have it right in the forefront of our mind today and then the next day we make another little tweak and that's palpable that's something that's we can do on a daily basis and we're aware of it but sometimes those bigger ones it's like oh my gosh this is too much i don't know how to do it i can't sustain this
1: you know, James, when I lost weight, I—I I was my goal was to lose 60. I'm probably down to 35 right now. That's awesome. But what's amazing about it, when you get started and you have that much weight to lose, you're like, oh my gosh, mm-hmm. that's un- insurmountable. insurmountable. Yes. And it, it's really not. You take one step in front of the other. And then you see 10 pounds come off then 15 pounds, mm-hmm. then you begin to get excited because you're like, you're seeing, but then they'll go through a plateau. Like I got to a plateau and then you're like, okay, now I'm not moving, but it's then okay, these small changes, what can you do to make it that much quicker exactly. or to that much more healthy so that it's, yeah, but it's that taking over time that mm-hmm. bit by bit.
0: And that's where if we, if we do bite off more than we can chew, no pun intended, what that does is it doesn't allow for us to be successful. So anytime people want to make a change, you want to make the first couple changes as if they're successful, because if you make them too big and you don't, you aren't able to accomplish it, that's really defeating. So always, anytime people make a change, you want to make sure that you have a win up front and the second Mm -hmm. one and the third one, because that gives you the motivation to be able to conquer or rather find the longevity for that change.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And that was one of the uh, tips in Atomic Habit as well. It was a, an amazing little book because... A lot of them you do, but you don't realize that the teeny little actions like that, just taking one small bite will mm-hmm. lead to the next, to the next, to the next. Oh, look, I'm an Olympian now. Ten years later, but yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> you did it. Work.
0: Yeah, exactly. But in, Because at that, at, the moment, at that moment, ten years earlier, you wouldn't have even had the concept that you could be an Olympian. Exactly. But the point is, like we said, one step allows for the next step. Mm-hmm. Christina Rivera, it has been an absolute pleasure having you on my show today. Thank you so much for being a fantastic guest. If my listeners would like to find out more information about you and to listen to your amazing show, Life Unscripted Radio, where will they find all this information online?
1: Absolutely. They can go to lifeunscriptedradio.com and We're always open to new guests and, of course, to biz tips, savvy biz tips. So you can always send those to Christina at LifeUnscriptedRadio.com.
0: Excellent. Well, Christina, once again, thank you so much, my friend, for being a guest on my show today. I really appreciate all your wisdom.
1: You betcha. It was a blast. Thank you so much, James.
0: I also want to thank you, my listener, for tuning in today. Please subscribe to this radio show through whichever portal you join me today.